0: Hi there listeners, welcome to episode 196, part 2 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. With less than 3 days to go until the start of IPL 2023, cricket fans from across the globe are eagerly anticipating the start of what promises to be yet another thrilling season of top class T20 cricket. To carry forward the discussion on the preview, we have Sidhan to join us. Hi, Siddhan. Welcome back to, uh, you know, part two of our very interesting chat where we preview all the, uh, you know, IPL teams. So we have had an interesting discussion so far. You know, we've spoken about uh, RCB, Mumbai, CSK, KKR and SRH. And the next set of teams are also, uh, you know, pretty interesting. So uh, let's start off with the Delhi Capitals, right? Now, this has been a team uh, that is again, like RCB, not one uh, The IPL in the past, but they seem to be a very different outfit, you know, during the Shreya's Iyer era, then Rishabh Pant era. And, you know, they've consistently played some good uh, quality cricket and they would be hoping to, you know, land their uh, hands in the trophy. But uh, before we get to that, how would you assess uh, their auction and the way they just went about?
1: Yeah. Uh, DC, ever since Ponting has come, has been the top team. Uh, For the past uh, few seasons. But then, uh, just like RCB and KKR, uh, this time around, uh, they went to the auction with a settled squad. And they went ahead and bought a few players here and there. But they bought two very good overseas uh, batters who have been performing uh, well around the world in T20 uh, leagues. That is uh, Russo and Phil Salt. Uh, They also went in for Mukesh Kumar, who was out of his skin for Bengal. Uh, this is a good addition to their uh, bowling lineup.
0: Absolutely, and uh, another uh, setback you know that has to be discussed with respect to Delhi is how they will not have Rishabh Pant uh, for the season you know because of that unfortunate uh, accident. Now, in David Warner, uh, you know you find a skipper who comes in with so much experience who has played in the ipl has been a purple cap holder for so many editions as well and that you know experience in leadership is something uh, it's such a value addition right so what are your thoughts on him uh, leading the team and you know being that figure for them
1: yeah uh, first of all uh, i wish um, arshab pant a speedy recovery hope he gets into the um, into cricket uh, uh, sooner than later Uh, Second, yeah, Warner has the experience of winning an IPL as a captain. And he has uh, uh, qualified for the playoffs with the SRH for a couple, maybe three seasons. So one thing uh, which I'm looking forward to is uh, in his captaincy is uh, uh, how it will benefit Delhi Capitals is they have a lot of talented youngsters in the squad who with good leadership and advice can win games single-handedly. So Warner coming in as a captain... Uh, will do more good, uh, more good than bad, uh, I would say.
0: Absolutely. And uh, a team like Delhi that's, you know, uh, really raising the bar with their performances would love to have uh, someone like him, you know, leading the team. Yeah. And uh, who do you think was the best buy uh, for Delhi in this auctions?
1: Yeah, I had mentioned it in the first point, uh, Mukesh <laughs> Kumar. He's an in-form uh, uh, pacer and he's a uh, uh, very good uh, domestic pace bowler, who can play a support role to Anrik Nokia, who has been the leader of the attack since uh, last year. Hmm. Uh, So yes, Mukesh Kumar, uh, he will, uh, in my opinion, uh, have a good season.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, Delhi obviously comes in as a very uh, strong outfit. They have a strong Indian core, good overseas players. But if you had to place a SWOT analysis to put it in uh, perspective, what would that look like?
1: Yeah, uh, coming to the uh, SWOT analysis, uh, coming to the strengths first, it has to be their uh, opening combo of uh, Warner and uh, Prithvishaw who can take up at any bowling attack uh, and uh, post a high power play score. And if these two stay for a long time, um, no one else has to bat. These two itself can get uh, high scores and uh, yes, uh, can even chase down the total uh, quickly. And coming to weakness, I feel their middle order looks very bleak without uh, Panth. So they will have to promote uh, uh, Rahman Powell up the order. Uh, And he cannot play as freely as his original uh, role as a finisher. Because now he has the added pressure of uh, even uh, stabilizing the innings, uh, which uh, Pant uh, was supposed to do for uh, Delhi Capitals this season. And uh, opportunity with the balanced bowling attack with good pacers and uh, good uh, amazing spinners they can restrict teams for more uh, for very less or maybe they can uh, defend totals if individuals are used properly in different uh, overs and this uh, warner as a captain he has the experience of using uh, the bowlers well in different uh, parts of the game so Yes, this is a good opportunity for them to do well in the bowling uh, more than batting this year. And uh, coming to the threat, yes, the top order is massive, is very good. But if they fail to get a good start, then they will be in a heap of trouble. Uh, Warner and Shaw both shouldn't go in with a patchy form. Otherwise, um, yeah, I do not see Delhi doing well uh, if these two are not in form.
0: Right, those are some excellent points uh, you bring in. And from the Delhi POV, is there a particular match that you're looking forward to, and are actually excited?
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to Delhi Capitals versus Rajasthan Royals. Mm-hmm. After the drama last year with the last uh, with the no ball and the uh, six sixes <laughs> of uh, what Roman Pavel could have done, I think now uh, it'll be a very interesting contest. And uh, not only that, between them, they have a good uh, uh, balance of uh, youngsters and overseas Mm -hmm. players. So, it will be a good watch.
0: Absolutely. And you know, before we move on to uh, Punjab Kings, do you have any prediction on where Delhi will end up this season?
1: Yeah, uh, I would uh, rate them uh, mediocre at best. They may have a mid-table finish or just be able to qualify to the playoffs if Warner has a breakthrough season.
0: Right. That will be uh, quite interesting to see how uh, Delhi, you know, will shape under uh, David Warner. And that brings us to Punjab Kings. Now, Punjab Kings, I think historically, rather unfortunately, have been one of the most underperforming sides. They come in with the best buys, but somehow they just don't get that playing 11 right or, you know, they just have too many personal changes in like the IPL auctions as well and they go with this whole rebuilding strategy that often backfires and they haven't been able to like build a core at least these are the reasons like at the face of it you know is going wrong for them so what are your thoughts on like Punjab and what's been going wrong for them all these seasons?
1: Uh, Punjab not only have a change in uh, players every year they also have a change in support stuff for uh, more hmm. um, seasons so if uh, people in general uh, if they are not given time to settle in you cannot expect them to do well let alone in cricket hmm. if one has settled in the uh, squad and uh, perform up to the plans uh, they must be given time to settle into their roles so no one cannot no one can uh, just uh, get in and do well uh, it cannot happen so if they stop uh, changing around a lot they can start doing well because they have a decent squad
0: Right. And on that note, how would you assess their uh, this auction and, you know, the kind of strategies they went in and the players they uh, acquired?
1: Yeah, uh, Punjab Kings are the shopaholics of uh, IPL. <laughs> so coming into the auction uh, with a huge purse, I actually expected them to do better than what they actually did. Because the score still feels a little unsettled and uh, much different since uh, last year.
0: Mm. And who do you think was the best buy for Punjab and someone who has that potential to, you know, be a game changer?
1: Uh, Yes, uh, uh, from Zimbabwe, uh, it has to be Sikandar Raza. Yes. His first season and coming off an amazing year uh, with great form, both with the bat and the ball, will give uh, Punjab Kings the much-needed balance they were lacking previously.
0: Right. And, you know, although we have discussed that uh, Punjab had an interesting uh, auction, you know, they are shopaholics, as you rightly pointed out, they did acquire uh, some players who have that potential to be match winners and everything. But if you had to place a SWOT analysis to, you know, look objectively at uh, the core, you know, that makes their team, what would that look like?
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Coming to the SWOT, uh, the strength has to be their middle order and the finishers hmm. in the squad. Very dangerous. Uh, they can... Uh, uh, they have big hitters and they have people who can work around work w- around in the field and take uh, the quick twos and quick threes if uh, needed. Yes, their middle order is uh, pretty strong this season. Weakness has to be the imbalanced squad. As there is a lot of players with similar roles and not exactly players given a specific uh, set of role. So this may... Uh, not uh, play into their hands if they face difficult uh, situations and pres- pressure situations. And uh, coming to the opportunities, if they know how to use the overs from their all-rounders, uh, then it will help Arshdeep and Rabada bowl in the power play and death overs, which is their uh, best uh, place to bowl. Sure. And they can unleash the best in the in these toughest part phases of the game. And uh, coming to uh, threat, the this is the third season with three different captains different captains have different approaches so uh, we will have to see whether uh, dhawan's captaincy will uh, will be right for the type of uh, uh, players they have or not but mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah we'll have to see it can be a big threat uh, different captains uh, if you keep playing un- under different captains uh, you tend to like lose the uh, touch of your game so we'll have to see Hopefully, it does not happen, but I see that as a big threat.
0: Yeah, I mean, that will be fascinating to see how all of that uh, plays out. And, uh, you know, before we move on to uh, Lucknow Super Giants, do you have any prediction on where Punjab will end up this season?
1: Uh, Yeah, just like Delhi Capitals, I would um, give them a mid-table finish, just like Mm -hmm. last year, only because of the squad imbalance.
0: (laughs) Okay, so, uh, you know, let's now talk about Lucknow Super Giants. Now, the KL Rahul led side uh, obviously did wonders, right? Last season, and it was their maiden season. They finished third in the league and uh, they had a very rocky playoffs, you know, and they did not make it to the finals. Now, IPL 2023 uh, could be a massive challenge, you know, for them to replicate the heroics and achieve those kind of highs. So, what are your thoughts on, you know, the uh, squad composition and the way it's going to play out for them?
1: Yeah, the last uh, few IPL seasons, you you have seen that all teams are in the in close range in terms of strength. Mm. So, it will be tough to replicate their wonderful season last year. Uh, this time, if they have to do well, uh, KL's form will be very vital.
0: Right. And uh, even in the auction this time around, they addressed uh, that issue of a batter in the middle order because they were very reliant on, you know, KL Rahul to get them those starts and deliver. Now, they went big for Nicholas Puran, which many people felt was a very big uh, gamble, right? Considering uh, how Nicholas Puran has actually performed in uh, the IPL like in the past seasons as well. So, what were your thoughts when they acquired him and do you think he's going to have that breakthrough season?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, Puran is a very, very dangerous uh, batter. He's a he hits the ball cleanly and uh, yeah, in the middle order will be very, very uh, um, important for uh, Lucknow Super Giants. Yes, he he may not have a good uh, IPL uh, um, previously, but uh, lefties in the middle order plays a massive role. That is maybe the one reason uh, Lucknow w- uh, has gone for Puran for a whopping amount. Hmm. Yes, I would say it is a gamble, but... Uh, he. On his day, it can be very dangerous.
0: Absolutely. And uh, when we look at another strange thing that the Lucknow Giant franchise did was they released Jason Holder, right? And they didn't quite address his departure or, you know, the reasons for why it happened. So what did you make of it? And do you think that's going to be a massive hole or, you know, how are they going to just, like, be able to cope up with this loss?
1: Yeah, letting off Holder is their biggest blunder uh, this season. Uh, in terms of auctions. Hmm. Yes, Holder is very invaluable in the T20 format and his replacement being in the form of uh, Romario Shepherds and Daniel Sams isn't as worthy, uh, I would say. Hmm. Uh, now, more pressure would be on uh, Marcus Stoinis who would be their main all-rounder uh, hmm. in the playing line.
0: Right. And, you know, although we have spoken about these two uh, interesting things that did happen. But overall, how would you assess uh, Lucknow's auction? Like, did they, uh, you know, invest in those players who can actually deliver for them? Or did you see, you know, some very bizarre decisions happening?
1: Uh, I would say uh, Lucknow um, had a good uh, squad uh, going into the auction. Uh, hmm. So... Um, the changes they would have made uh, would did not make much difference, uh, thankfully for them. Hmm. But it was very surprising going all out for Puran 1 and going for Amit Mishra, who is uh, a <laughs> little uh, towards the twilight of his career yeah. and not getting any replacement for Holder. Uh, yes, um, it was a bit surprising, but uh, thankfully they have a good, uh, well uh, course, uh, core of their squad already.
0: Right. And now, you know, we have spoken about these uh, interesting and bizarre decisions. But if you had to place a SWOT analysis to, you know, look at the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats, what would that look like?
1: Yeah, the SWOT analysis, the strength has to be their Indian domestic players. Hmm. All of them have played well uh, the past uh, year uh, in uh, Ayush Badoni, Karan Sharma, Krunal Pandya, uh, Mausin Khan. They all are very talented. And this... um. With seven uh, Indian players uh, playing uh, the IPL, uh, if you have a good domestic uh, set uh, setup in your uh, team, then it is a very big strength. Uh, Weakness, I would say it has to be their death bowling. I do not see anyone can bowl the last uh, few overs. Yes, Mark Wood and uh, uh, Mohsen Khan are there, but uh, they are mostly in the power play overs and the middle overs. Death bowling is a bit of a concern. Hmm. Uh, opportunities uh, they can get good uh, power play overs as I said uh, with uh, Mark Wood and Mohsin Khan and they can control the game in the first six overs they should try restricting the team before uh, they can uh, go into the death overs with uh, Ravi Bishnoi bowling in in between and Avesh Khan uh, bowling a few overs they should try getting teams uh, they have the opportunity to uh, uh, restrict teams uh, even before the death over uh, begins And coming to threat, yes, uh, KL Rahul, the captain, if he's in bad form, it will also reflect in his uh, captaincy. Mm -hmm. With him not doing that in the uh, T20Is since last one year, maybe that is a bit of a concern. His form is uh, crucial, not only as a batter, also as a captain.
0: Right. Again, those are some uh, brilliant points uh, that you bring up. And uh, do you have any prediction on where they will end up this season? And will we see another breakthrough season?
1: Yes, I see them uh, qualifying uh, because of their uh, squad. But it mo- uh, one person who they depend on a lot is uh, KL Rahul. Mm-hmm. His form is uh, very crucial. And plus all, uh, also his captaincy matters. If his captaincy is as good as last year or maybe a little better, they can... Uh, qualify in the top four.
0: Right. I mean, that will be, again, uh, very interesting to see, considering the kind of maiden season they had. And uh, let's talk about Gujarat Giants. Now, they were, again, uh, fascinating, you know, the kind of journey they had in IPL 2022, winning it. They created history by becoming what? Just the second team after Rajasthan Royals, you know, to bag the trophy in like their very first uh, outing. So what do you think worked really well for uh, Gujarat? And do you see them replicating it this year?
1: Yeah, uh, Gujarat uh, Titans, uh, they have the mantra of being the silent killers. (laughs) Funny thing is, even after winning the IPL last year, they still look like the underdogs on paper. If they have to replicate uh, winning like last season, they should just uh, stick to this being uh, quiet and doing uh, their jobs. Uh, Because they do have uh, players in uh, specific positions Hmm. for specific roles.
0: Right, that's actually a great point. And uh, considering, you know, they've retained much of their core, how would you assess their auction nevertheless?
1: Yeah, they had a pretty uh, quiet auction, I would say, and Hmm. went about their business without making any eye-catching buys. Hmm. They bought players based on their playing slot and they did well by doing that.
0: Right. And who do you think was the best buy in spite of that uh, quiet auction they had?
1: Yes, it has to be the associate player, uh, Josh Little. The Mm -hmm. first Irish player in the IPL. And I cannot wait to see this left-armer go about his business in the IPL.
0: Right. And he he was fascinating, no? In that India series as well.
1: Yes, yes. He he did very well in the power play overs. And yeah, he picked up the crucial wickets of the top uh, orders. And I see him uh, continuing that uh, this year as well in the IPL.
0: Right. It's always nice to see, uh, you know, players of the associate Nations uh, making it to these uh, franchises. And uh, now that, you know, Gujarat obviously did have that fairy tale uh, season, but they still have some things in their armour. So what what would your SWOT analysis look like for them?
1: Yeah, uh, coming to the SWOT, uh, uh, the strength has to be Hardik Pandya's captaincy. He's very astute and very uh, calculative in his uh, uh, approach. And that is cru- that was also crucial for them uh, last year as well. And this year also, uh, it will uh, do wonders. Uh, coming to weakness, uh, the bowling looks a lot weaker than last time without uh, Lockie Ferguson uh, taking over the ball because mm-hmm. he was bowling a death over. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, their bowling does not look as strong. Opportunities, just like last year, Every person can win uh, the game for the team because they have been given a specific role. So, with Kane playing the anchor role this time around, Hardik can uh, play a more uh, natural uh, uh, style, uh, his natural style where he goes uh, bang, bang. Uh, He can play the finisher's finishers role. Hmm. And uh, the threat has to be the pressure of defending the title. Uh, Do not... uh, Uh, take it for granted, it is not easy for any team to defend the title. It's not as easy as it seems. So, I feel that is um, a bit of a threat for them.
0: Right. And uh, your prediction on where they will end up this season?
1: Yeah, just like the previous uh, uh, two teams, I would uh, see them uh, mid-table finish. But they can surprise everyone um, again with their performance.
0: And, you know, talking of surprises, I think we have to talk about Rajasthan Royals, our last team uh, under analysis, right? Now, they had a fairy tale uh, season coming up to the uh, finals where no one really expected them to. And, you know, the fans were uh, really hoping they could replicate the 2008 wonders. But uh, again, you know, it was uh, quite heartbreaking losing that final. So do you see them? finally lifting the trophy in uh, this edition. And do you think they have it in them?
1: Yes, just like last year, they look very dangerous. And I feel they can replicate the season. Uh, They just have to go one step forward this time around. uh, Because they have an excellent balance with uh, the bat and the ball.
0: Right, as you rightly pointed out, I think, you know, uh, they do have a very balanced uh, squad. And even I think the playing 11 literally picks itself, especially if you put the regulars. But uh, the overall depth, you know, in certain areas certainly lacks uh, bite. So, what do you think? How are they going to counter that?
1: Yes, uh, they they were uh, quite dangerous last year with uh, the T20 players, uh, starting with uh, Joss Butler. But uh, I feel this time around, the depth won't be lacking because Ryan Parag has been very good mm-hmm. in the domicile setup. Last year, that was their weak uh, link. Their finishing wasn't as up to the mark but this time with ran parag uh, if i feel he will have a uh, good uh, season and if he proves to be as worthy uh, then um, rr can uh, do better and uh, win the trophy
0: absolutely and uh, who do you think you know was the best buy for uh, rajasthan in that auctions
1: yes lsg's loss jason holder um, rr <laughs> was a very good all-rounder last year and Jason Holder can provide that much-needed balance uh, in the lower midder, middle order.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, Rajasthan does look like a very uh, strong team on paper. And last season, though, we have seen how uh, wonderfully it all just came together for them. But if you had to you know place a SWOT analysis, how would that look like for Rajasthan?
1: Uh, yes, uh, the SWOT analysis, the strength has to be their batting. Hmm. They have gun but, uh in the batting order Looks very dangerous. You get Joss Butler out, you have Devdutt Patikil, <laughs> If not him, he- Shimron Hetmyer, And of course, the captain, uh, Sanju Samson. With uh, Para coming into form now, it is it is looking very dangerous. Uh, the weakness has to be the bowling uh, without uh, Prasid. It looks very weak. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no one is as intimidating enough to be like a very scary uh, uh, top-of-the-mark bowler. So yes, that is their uh, glaring weakness. <laughs> Opportunities, yes, the young Indian batters in Jaiswal, uh, uh, Devdutt Padikal and Parag they can provide the much needed balance and uh, take pressure of uh, uh, Josh Butler and Sanju Samson and take a little bit of uh, uh, runs to themselves. <laughs> and the threat has to be the last year Orange Cap winner and uh, Purple Cap winner, uh, Josh Butler and uh, Yuzvendra Chahal. Hmm. They have not been. The best of forms ever since the last IPL. So yes, that looks like a pretty glaring threat. If they come back to form, uh, I do not uh, see them uh, finishing uh, below top two.
0: And, uh, you know, as we reach the end of our uh, discussion, now many fans uh, feel, you know, that we have 10 teams now. You're going to see like, what, 74 uh, league matches. So, do you believe that, you know, fan fatigue is an actual thing and it is going to be very difficult, you know, catch up with all the matches and after a point, it's just going to get like dull and dreary?
1: Yes, definitely. And uh, yes, uh, the cricketing fans and the non-cricketing fans uh, are glued towards the screen uh, after seven thirty, um, for the IPL. So this is something they have been waiting for since last year. And um, if you kind of overdo it, it may not work in mm. um, IPL favour in the future. So in my opinion, yes, that fatigue would set in. But the only thing that can save is the excitement of the matches. Um, it has to. If there are close finishes, if it, if like how last year. How Gujarat Titans uh, came and uh, surprised everyone. Uh, this would uh, up the uh, viewership. Uh, I do not want uh, the old uh, people, uh, <laughs> old uh, teams uh, who always win uh, to again uh, win. So it'll be good to see a new winner. If if the new teams are doing well, uh, also and that'll that'll help uh, in the viewership.
0: Absolutely. You know, seeing a dark horse or someone really unexpected winning uh, would be the aim. And uh, do you have any final thoughts or a message for our listeners?
1: Uh, Yes. uh, uh, First of all, this has been a very good uh, chat. Uh, Thank you for having me on this podcast. Uh, Yes. uh, Cricket uh, has been growing uh, for the last uh, uh, many years, Mm -hmm. especially the T20 format and the ipl is getting tougher and tougher every year uh, for uh, bo- uh, both the team managers and the players so the only thing is i i just uh, want to wish uh, luck to the ipl and hope it uh, hope it uh, brings people up our uh, uh, spirits up uh people coming back from office or people having, uh, I mean uh, students having uh, summer holidays. Mm-hmm. the one thing they look forward to is uh, watching a good IPL game and hopefully uh, there's a good season and hopefully, uh, yeah, everyone enjoys.
0: <laughs> I thought you ran it with I hope RCB wins because I was definitely thinking that.
1: <laughs> yes,, uh, everyone would if it would be a very good uh, pleasant surprise if RCB wins, finally,
0: Exactly, and I think it was so well put. You know, uh, the IPL has uh, carved the niche for itself. It uh, it has always been a cricketing carnival that everyone looks forward to. So here's hoping this season also, you know, continues to uh, astonish us as the editions that have passed I have also done the same thing and on that note mm-hmm. I'd like to draw curtains on this episode thank you so much Siddhant you know for taking uh, okay. time off your busy schedule for joining me on the podcast sharing such remarkable insights and you know speaking with so much coherence right was hoping I can have you back on the podcast and uh, until next thank time you. take care and bye, yeah. bye. this we draw curtains on our discussion thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support please follow and press the bell icon on spotify and subscribe to the podcast on google podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned do check out at the rate never on the back foot on instagram and at the rate never on the back one on twitter for the latest facts terminology, retweets, fresh tweets, and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care, listeners. Bye for now.